Wumandla on cliffcentral.com. Oh yeah, it is spring is here, spring is here, spring is here. And everybody, if you're like me, and you grew up like with my mom, who was around this time, all those winter blankets out, they must be washed. Everything is getting spring cleaned. You're changing your wardrobe. You're taking out the winter stuff. You're putting in the summer stuff and making sure that all the winter stuff is washed and ready. So that when you put it out next time, when you take it out, it's all ready. And so it's a, it would be remiss of me this heritage month to, to not follow the tradition, remember? And not keep to that heritage that my mom's given me. I'm Pumi Mashekho and you're tuned in to Woman Line. Today I've got Michelle Dave here with me. And we're chatting about spring cleaning your wallet, Michelle. Hi, everybody. <laughs> yes, today spring cleaning our finances and actually checking up on what we should and should not be doing. And things that we have and have not been doing for the last six months. Because also with spring in the air like this, what are we um, hoping for is more than anything is we're looking forward to December, boss. And what happens in December is we spend all our money. The bonuses come in. We spend all our money. We're out there carefree, making it happen. You're going on holiday. But um, if you haven't spring cleaned that wallet or that bank account, uh, it's going to have cobwebs <laughs> come December. Michelle. Before we introduce our guest, yes. is, is it guest or guinea pig? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure which. I'm not sure which G it is. <laughs> a little bit of both. Before we introduce our guest today, let's just chat a little bit about the importance of it. I mean, I know why it's important to take out all the winter blankets and wash them and hang them up before folding them and putting them away. And everybody talks about spring cleaning everything. But why is it important to spring clean your finances? Really and truly, every six months, you should be doing a review on your existing finances. And that means your policies. So what it means is that we need to look at where we're at. And also, most policies have annual increases. Are you prepared for those? Because some can be 5%, some can be 10%, and some can be CPI. That yeah. is <laughs> something that we're people also don't talking see. About, sorry, and this year yeah. we're also talking about a big increase. Interest rates. In interest rates. I mean, I, I mentioned this to you when we had a little discussion earlier on, and I said to you, put me all of a sudden, I looked at my finances and I thought, sure, my bond's gone up, but I forgot about my car. Now, that was not a lot of money. We're talking about 50 rand, but if you take 50 rand plus your bond, how much extra are you paying every month? If a person has got a set salary, it makes it a lot more difficult to come out every month because now your 150 or 175 on 750,000 that we were talking about last time is now over 220. So we, when, when we were also talking about this, just getting ready for today, talking about where to start and <laughs> the things, because it's, it's all good and well, right? I think that one of the things that for me, I know has been, uh, look, Got a little bit of a thing. Okay, so I have a spreadsheet. It's it's not a thing. It's really, it's about control. Being mm-hmm. in charge. <laughs> right? But not everybody has a spreadsheet. In, in fact, I had a conversation with um, the lady that, that does aftercare for my son. And I'd noticed that because of the school holiday and whatever, she forgot to send me. There was a payment that I'd missed and I, oh I could see gosh. on my spreadsheet that mm. I haven't paid her for this month and she, she didn't see it and the overlap and whatnot, you know? Yes. 
But because I have a spreadsheet, it was easy for me. But I think the thing, and I remember when I did the spreadsheet for the first time, is it's so tedious and it's so boring and it's so... It's actually so ridiculous and it needs a lot of discipline mm-hmm. because you've got to get all your bank statements for a couple of months. You've got to go through it with sure. a ruler and a pencil. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we can make As it a little bit easier. Me. As you laugh at me. So, uh, more than anything, I'm hoping in today's show, let's, let's make it easy. We in are today's going show, to. Let's make it easy. Let's look at the, the top line. Yes. Um, I'm going to leave it to you to introduce our guest. Okay. And then you're going to introduce how this all works. works. What we've done is we've actually asked somebody to join us today. His name's Dean. So Dean has been kind enough to come and share his actual personal budget with us. And that is really what you were talking about. You're saying you need of everything that's gone off your current account or where all the stuff comes off. So you can use that as well, which is nice. Got it. Okay. So, Dean, let's just talk about actual income. All right. No problem. So what is your actual income at this point in time on an average? On an average, let's say 15. Okay. So we're going to say 15,000 rand. Do you have any extra income? Now, remember when we talk about extra income, that may be that you have a person that lives with you, so they may pay half the electricity bill. And even if it's 500 rand or 750 rand, you have a lot of people that live together as single people, sharing expenses. So you've got to look at that as well as part of an income because you may be the primary holder of the bond or the tenant lease or lisa. But that person's also contributing. So put mm-hmm. in that income. So I'm trying to look over here see to see if is that like a spreadsheet that <laughs> it you is. created? I'm going to, is no, I'm going to put this up on the website at True Guide. Okay. So the guys can actually download this again from this afternoon. So your, your website is? Is just True Guide on Facebook. Okay. Great. On Facebook, you can just go to True Guide and you will see it's got a peacock feather and that is True Guide. Don't laugh. <laughs> it's very lucky. Um, I'm not going to Yeah. So, yes, you'll find this personal budget on there for yourselves. And, guys, it is really easy to use. But just keeping in mind that on the left-hand side is a projected cost. And then on the middle is actually your actual costing that you do on a monthly basis. So, Dean, what do you pay for rental at the moment? 3000 a month. Okay. So, we've got 3000 Do you have a home Wi-Fi or ADSL? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, how much does that that's cost? That's costing me with the telecom about 400 rand. Okay, so that's 400. Electricity, do you contribute towards electricity? No, that's all part of the... Of the 3,000. Okay, do you have somebody that comes in and does your house for you? Yes. And how much do you pay that person? That person is 800 rand a month. What are you talking about does your house for you? Like a, a cleaning person? Yes. Oh, okay. Just Sorry. making sure. Yeah, no, interior designer that he gets once a week. (laughs) (laughs) Rearrange everything in the house. (laughs) Water and lights is also included in the rental. Do you have DSTV? Uh, Yes, I do. How much is that? That's 300 rand a month. 300. Maintenance or repair. It's a sports package, (laughs) AD. Of course, come on. (laughs) What can I say? If there was only a sports package, I'd take it. (laughs) Maintenance or repairs. Now remember, that may not be a monthly expense. But you may have a door that's been sticking or anything like that and you've had to go and buy an extra lock. And remember, these are things that you mustn't not put in. 
because I was going to ask yeah. you that. Like, if you don't have in your you're renting a place and you don't have doors that stick, you don't have you know yes. you're not going to paint, you're not going to do any of that stuff because you've got a landlord. Do you put that in there? Sana, for instance, your landlord is quite happy for you to actually paint a room. Then you need to put that projected cost in. I'm talking about things like light bulbs. Oh, is that was okay? Remember, it's anything that you need to do. You could have broken a key in one of the doors. Now you can't expect the landlord to actually fix that for you. That is your negligence. Okay. They will have. You will have to fix that. And is this? Should you then be like making an amount in your mind that says I'm going to put a hundred rand yes. towards this thing Correct. every month and. And you Not could either, and remember now that's quite interesting because you've actually come up with a really nice plan for us because now what we're going to do is we're going to put the 100 rand on the projected cost, but it's not an actual cost for the month. Got it. Okay. So what we'll do is for Dean, should we put in 150 rand for you? Yeah, put about 100, 150. All right. Let's put 100. Let's just make it easier for you. So now the home phone and the ADSL worked hand in hand. Yes. Is there any other housing expenses that you have at this point in time? No, not that I can think not of. Not that you can think of. We can always, if you remember, we can always go back to that. And so remember, because you've just moved, you've only just started paying for your out of, you know, out of home expenses because you've been mooching off your parents. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I could, I'd keep doing that. Come on. <laughs> so, These youngsters. These young people. <laughs> mooching off your parents all the time. But I mean, I think also just to, to know that there's a lot of stuff that you, you, you never noticed at home that happened, Correct. you know, like Q20 for the gate suddenly because that gate is sticking or whatever, you know, all of those kinds of things that somebody used to take care of. Now it's all on you. Yep. It's called big girl panties. Yeah, yeah. When I started, I think I paid five different things a month. Now it's probably <laughs> 10, 20. <laughs> and what I made the wrong decision of moving out. And what did you do with all your money before? Just going out, it. partied, partied a lot, mm-hmm. going on holidays. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and was it was has has it been a bit of a head job for you to do? At the beginning, yes, it was, because when you go and you got your first payment and it's done in three weeks. Did you go home? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> more stuff at home. Because yeah, I remember that. So we've now done the housing side Because what we've done is we've broken it up into different segments Which makes a lot more sense Because then people can start thinking about Where are most of my expenses going to? So I look at my own personal one And if I look at my just my insurance and assurance I look at the bottom line and I'm thinking Oh my God, seriously? Is this kind of ratio you know like when you when you're going for a bond they say it shouldn't be more than 30 percent of your income do you know is is there a ratio that then says your household stuff should equal x your groceries should equal x because will that also then help maybe to to look at your stuff and say oh gosh i'm overeating here yes you know less chips yeah put me a nice little thing that people can go and have a look at is something called the one rand family sunlam went and did a project called the One Rand Family. And this was actually so interesting because what they did was they took mom and dad's salaries and they paid them in one rands. And they came and they dumped it on their dining room table. When we had, when well, when Sunlam first did it, they did it with the One Rand Man. 
And this poor guy was sitting there counting one rand coins until he realized that you could actually get a machine that does the counting for you. And that's what they did. So they bring in the machine and they bring Tupperwares and they start boxing how much money, say now for instance, a hundred rand or 200 or 250 rand in a Tupperware. And then what they did is they had to put little stickies on each Tupperware saying rent, water and lights, um, Car repayments, because now remember, no debit orders were going to go through. They were going to go and pay in one rand coins. So if you get a chance, go and look at it on YouTube. It is brilliant. It's called the One Rand Family. It is absolutely amazing. And what you found is that mostly your housing is your most expensive. So when we talk about housing, we're talking about your rental or your bond, your water and lights, and your rates and taxes. That is the most expensive thing. Sure. At this point. And, and obviously those kinds of things. You know, when you said like light bulbs, I said, always when those light bulbs go out, you just. And you don't realize that they're like 50 rand a light bulb if you do the, you know, the, the eco-friendly ones. Yeah. They're they're (laughs) so expensive. And, and then I just realized that also for some weird reason, right? The guys, when they were putting, building our house, none of them are the same. Oh my word. So, so you've got screw-ins, you've got, yeah, the clip-ins, you've got, oh my word. Who does that? I was very lucky with that. I was actually clever. When one of my light bulbs went out, I moved one of my lounge's light bulbs into the bedroom. <laughs> then another one goes, so eventually you have one in each room, then you gotta go buy. Right. So it was a form of budgeting. <laughs> no, no, Dean. You can't have darkness, except if it's load shedding. Yeah. <laughs> Candles in every room. Is that what you're saying? And one light bulb working. There we go. Okay. Well, that that can work. Save you money. Absolutely. So look, now we've looked at just the housing portion for you so far. And and we will do that analysis, exactly what we've just spoken about, once we've actually done everything with Dean. Okay. Okay. So, so next now, section. Next section is transportation. So, and, and this is the one that has a lot of projected things because every other every other week there's an announcement that the petrol price, price is has going gone up. up. Yeah, when mm. it comes down, we actually in a false sense of security, but it actually means nothing. Because mm. remember, we pay per barrel that we purchase, and we have contracts for three or five years. So the price is actually never different. But they kind of just make us feel better about bringing it down for 26 cents, but then putting it up by 86. Jeez. So, yeah, false sense of security. Vehicle repayments. You did tell me, though, however, that you were able to actually purchase your car cash. Yes, I paid cash. Nice. So that's, that is a huge bonus. Huge, huge bonus. Because there's lots of interest. Because when yes. you're buying your car, you're buying it on a higher purchase. And so the, the, the interest actually hits you on a running And time. again, interest rates go up. Car repayments go up. Yeah. Remember that as well. Okay. License, uh, licensing. Yes, licensing for that. Licensing. Or insurance, sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. insurance. How much is your insurance costing me? Now, keeping in mind that Dean's 25. So he still falls within under the 25 banner. So how much is your car insurance on your car? Um, thousand rand a month. What? Yep. Now, interesting, <laughs> because he said that he's actually looked at it. Now, if he was 26, how much would it cost you? 490. He is a higher risk because of his age. So, so those things pays. really matter when you yes. see those ads that yes. say you are a woman, you're this. Yes. Those things really matter uh-huh. and you should pay attention to yep. them. Oh, wow. So that's why we're talking about spring cleaning because these are the things people don't always think about. 
is that specific area of our lives is how can I save money? So we'll talk about household insurance and, and other stuff a little bit later on as well. So in other words, you're going to be saving 600 rand yeah. in the next couple of months. Okay. Um, fuel, how much are you? Because, sorry, sorry because, yeah. because they're not going to take it down automatically. Hey, you're not no, going to, no, he has to, no, he has to apply. You're not going to turn 26 <laughs> and then they're going to say, Oh, look, 26, because they've got your date of birth, yeah. this thing in automated. Yes. And they, you, so you must look you at those things. You have to look. And, and pay attention to the fact that when you're 35, it's, it may be a particular amount. And when you're 36, because you're older, it's less. And, yes. and that's why you have to look at it every year. Okay, got it. Also interesting that a lot of companies don't reduce the value of your vehicle. And you keep on paying the same premium. Now think about it. That is an asset that's decreasing in value every time you climb into it. They should be looking at reducing it. So every year you phone them and you say, listen, what is the book value on this car? What am I paying? How much can you give me as a premium reduction? Now, wh- until I, until my ex-husband had an accident, I didn't realize that there was a difference between the book value of a car and the replacement value of the car. And, and you kind of go, book value, whatever, Mm-mm. you know, when you're buying that insurance and you just tick and you think that it'll be enough. But if you, if you have a car that is four years old, the book value is decreasing. Yes. And you're paying a particular amount for that insurance. But if you total that car and you have to write it off, you're gonna you're not gonna have enough money to buy a, a another new car. car that's no. like that car. Never. Never in a million years. That one also. That one? Yep. S- sneaky sneaky. Very but so very. it's important to also look at that. Yeah, and, and again, ask. People are sometimes too busy, number one, or sometimes a little bit too embarrassed to ask. But sheesh, if you can get a discount on anything, ask for it. And that's why at this point, and a, and a good place to start is go to your financial advisor and say, listen, I've had this policy for 10 years. Is there any way with the new generation policies that I could actually take out something similar or better for a lesser premium? The chances are 80% yes, unless you're a substandard life. Sure. Okay. What's a substandard life? A substandard life is somebody that has a medical condition. Okay. So somebody that's had a heart attack, that's had cancer, that's had a stroke, they look at them as substandard lives, so they need to normally reinsure them. That is a terrible word. Yes. What? Substandard? Substandard. No, 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 no. It's a very normal <laughs> word. I'm substandard. I'm, I'm a, they won't, insurance company will touch me because I'm substandard life. Because I've had one of those three diseases. And that's all it means. So your premiums are normally a lot higher or you'll have an exclusion. Got okay. It. So, Phil, how much do you spend on petrol? And remember, this is plus minus. So what we're going to do is we're going to do, do a projected as well as an actual. All right. So a projected, how much do you spend? About seven to 800 rand. Well, let's say 800, let's say 800 rand. rand. And tell me for the last month, how much did you spend in August? Actual, because if you think about it, if you're telling me 800 rand, that's one and a half tanks. Yeah, with my car, it's one <laughs> tank. So I normally fill up once a month. Once a month. Yeah. Okay. So no ways. No, oh, geez, I'm like thinking. Oh you fill up once a month. Yeah, pretty much. And then walk everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, he gets his friends to fetch him. It's a, 
That's where you have Uber as well. Come on. You go out for drinks, you take oh, Uber. No, See, thank you. Thank you. We did. Uber must be yes. in there. Yep. Uber must Taxi be in fares, there. how much? Projected um, monthly? You see, because when you've got a uh-huh. car, before there was an Uber, you kind of go, when you've got a car, you're either going to walk or you're going to take yep. your own car. So the, the costs are, but if you're going to Uber around. Yep, yep. Yeah. How much is that costing projected on a monthly basis? 400 rand. 400. And what did you lo- use last month? It could be over, hey? Uh, last month was about 440. 440. Okay. And then last month's fuel was 800 because yeah. you basically filled up once. All right. Now, car maintenance or tires? At the moment, I've spent nothing on that. All right. And what is your projected cost? Say now, for instance, when is your next service on the car? Or is it under warranty it's or guarantee? Un- it's under the warranty for another two years. All right. So we're okay with that. So yeah. we don't have to worry. But can I just... Yes, so of course. With the projected thing, that car tire thing is also another yep. one. Hey? And last month, because it was Women's Month, there were free tires. People were like giving away specials for women to yep. buy tires. Yeah. I didn't know this, that, that you should be changing those tires, even if they're not worn out. You should be changing them at least every... Three years, I think yes. the guy said, yeah. and and that, I didn't know that. Yes. I was like, why would I change? No, them? when they, I stop slip, when I start slip sliding, then I'll change them. No, but they look good. <laughs> That's they what look I'm good. Saying, they, yeah. That K fifty three, the grooves are deep and whatnot. You know, when you're doing your K fifty three pre trip inspection, I'm like, the grooves are still good <laughs> on this. Why am I changing the car? But inter- why am I changing the tires? Uh. But interestingly, he said because that rubber. The heat and the cold and the water and the whatever makes the rubber brittle, actually. Sure. And, and so you should yeah, be projecting yes. amounts for the... But that's a nice one because if the person's car is over, say, three years old, then you mm. can ask that question, when last did you change tires? So let's take an average of tires to be changed, or if you do change four tires, say two tires, because sometimes it's just too expensive to do four. All the time, it's too expensive yeah. to do four. Because what, it's about 600 rand per tire? Yeah. And yeah. they say you should always do your front two together and your back two together. Two together, yeah. Mm. So, so that's already one eight. Or, okay. you know, or, so no, you it's more. It's one two. That. So it's two four. Michelle, I want to ask this. So you, you, we're doing this now and we've got projected amounts and we've got actual amounts. Is then the expectation that at the end of each month, I must sit my ass down and do this again because yep. I must put in the actuals? Yep. Jeez. You see, the thing is, once you've done this once, and, and I'll show you guys that I've actually got this. My personal budget is done on a monthly basis. And it doesn't take that long. It'll take me 15 minutes just to update it. Mm-hmm. But it gives me a good understanding of how much money I've still got in the bank, how much still has to go through that bank account. Am I under? Am I over? Because if you've got the money, it doesn't mean it's your money. Exactly. Okay. Because you haven't actually, it hasn't been utilized yet. Mm. Okay. So again, car maintenance, tires, very important. Now the next one, which is an extremely contentious issue in our lives right now, is e-toll. But some people do pay e-toll. And all people should pay yeah. e-tolls. So, I'm looking at you, Sia, <laughs> <laughs> who takes so, every back route in Joburg just to, to get not to get the So let me ask you, do you pay e-toll? No, I do not. Okay. Uh, so now let's say, for instance... Do you drive on the e-toll routes, though? Yes, because I Because sometimes, hmm. you, you know... As you're thinking about that e-toll, there are some people who just never have to drive on the e-toll route. They don't. But like with me, I do. So I have to project at least 350 rand a month for e-tolls because I travel all over the place. 
and it's always on highway. So it's to Springs, it's to Germiston, it's all over the place. And trust me, it's it's a lot easier traveling on those roads than trying to do back roads. And I'll pay for it. I don't have a problem with that. Mm. So you should be doing this. Yes, I should. So be. let's say, for instance, and it wouldn't cost you much. It's going to cost you 150 rand a month. Yeah. If let's you just go from me. your place to the office, it's going to be 150 rand. All right. So let's, so let's project one. it. So now that's a projection. It's not an actual because you're not paying for it currently. And and while we're speaking of the of the routes and the etals, I'm just we we have to take a small break. And this sure. is an important one because it's coming up this weekend, Juma and and all the road closures. Yep. Back. Are you Jawsy Tough? Cycle through tunnels, head over floating bridges, and disappear into colossal stormwater drains. Why? Because you're a machine and the city is your trail. With two separate routes, 22 and 54 Ks, choose your path and go where no mountain biker has gone before. On 6 September, ride the Hollard Juma. Brought to you by Adreach and Joburg City Parks and Zoo. Challenge accepted. Juma.co.za Choice. Sometimes you have it and sometimes you don't. Autotrader gives you the choice. Now you can shop, compare, and buy new cars. Watch our expert video reviews and research before you buy. Auto Trader New Car. The choice is yours. Keeping it real on CliffCentral.com. Yep, we're keeping it real. We're talking about money. I've got Michelle Dave in the studio, and we've got a special guest. Who's sharing all his secrets with us? But more than, yeah. You know, so Michelle and I, when we were getting ready for the show, we one of the things that's always my worry is, do we have enough content to talk about it? And she says to me, this thing is it's it's easy, it's quick and easy. But actually, when you're starting it for the first time, you were telling me Michelle about spending six hours with the client. Yes, on Saturday, I had a client who actually comes from Secunda. To come and, and, and I needed to do her, her husband and their businesses actual budgets and then look at further from that, what are their debt that's owed and how we can actually structure it so that it works for them because it's not working for them at the moment. And they came at 10 and they left at half past three, quarter to four. So Jeez. it was a long day, a really long day, but at least now they have this. We've put the structure in place. And now it, it, it's discipline. So we're talking about spring cleaning your finances and some of the things that you should be looking at is starting with your budget if you haven't got one already yes. and looking at where you can save money and looking where you can, where you can be more efficient. It's my new yeah. favorite term, being efficient <laughs> this spring is looking at opportunities of where we can be. And Dean has very graciously agreed to come into the studio and share and and let us pick apart. Yes, his actual his actual budgets. So we're talking about roads, cars at the moment. So we we've already spoken about the the household. Yes, and so the we've done household. We've done the transportation, and the next part is the insurances. So Nadine, you don't have home insurance at no, this I point. Don't. Okay, so because. Because he doesn't own the home or? Well, why? well, he should actually have insurance very simply because he has certain all risks. Now that is something I just want to talk about very briefly is your all risks are specified items in your short term. So when you buy a new phone, what do you do? You phone your insurance company and you say to them, listen, I've just purchased the phone and this is the number on it. This is how much it cost. And they insure you. And as glasses. I'm waving my glasses, 
Because I think almost everybody that wears glasses, you've lost at least one yes. pair of glasses. Yes. Every time you go to, because that's an annual expense. Exactly. You go and get your gla- your eyes Correct. tested and you get new glasses yeah. and you don't know what happened to the old ones. Yeah. So it's going to be things like your glasses, your cell phone, your laptop, your iPad. Um, and when you update those things, we were talking about updating electronics. I mean, yes. we're always updating our electronics. Yes. And then you just never phone to say, yes. I've changed. But you also, what you do is you put the new one on, but you don't take the old one off. So you need to go and look at your contents and see if there's anything on there that you might have already lost that's been um, put into a drawer somewhere because it's now four years old. Go and look for those things because... It could cost you 35 rand, 65 rand, 25 rand, but it all adds up. And that's actually that 50 rand that as your car's repayments have gone up, you need that 50 rand. Correct. It can exactly. come from there. Exactly. So very You're important. You're not allowed to cough here, Dean. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> all right. So home insurance, you should be, ha- you should have it because you do have the electronics. Mm-hmm. Um, you've gone through a burglary la- recently, yes. so you know the loss that that incurs. Okay, what about health, health insurance? Uh, 1,500. Oh, wait, is that like medical aid? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's medical Why aid. Why are you using American terms here? Sorry. Health insurance. Health insurance. <laughs> so, 1,500 rand, okay, for a single person. Again, I would suggest to Dean that he speaks to a health broker and sees is if he cannot. It is reasonably high for a 25-year-old. And does Dean need that higher cover or does he need a hospital plan? Okay. Okay. So that is something I would suggest he does is go and speak to somebody about it and rather maybe take out a hospital plan as a single person and then take gap cover because mm. that will actually prevent any gaps between the... And again, that's a place one can always kind of, as as one gets older, yes. as one gets life circumstance changes, you have kids, you have, you know, it's easy. You add the kids on insurance. But as you get older, if you don't, if you're still single, if you don't have kids, it's important to just phone them up and say, hey, hey, correct. I've moved up correct, a couple of years. <laughs> Quite a few. So important. Now, what we spoke about as well is that Dean wants to look at stuff like, he doesn't need life cover right now. He's single. There's nobody really that he needs to leave money to or have a trust that helps somebody else. But he was talking about savings and retirement annuities. So, Dean, looking at the projected cost so far, um, let's see how much you've got left over from your 15. We're sitting at 6, 7. And You've got yeah. six, but we haven't spoken about entertainment. No, I mean, we've no, talked about not at all. TV. Probably way more. We haven't spoken about your no, like, do you not drink? at all. We have, and do you club? Do you drink? Do you club? Do you have a girlfriend? Yeah, you, you know all of that. So kind that's of stuff. that's important because what we're going to do is we're going to project for him now how much would he like to spend on a retirement annuity. It's not an actual cost; it's a projected cost. And then at the end of this, we can say, can he afford it or can't he? Uh huh. Because he might not be able to afford to do it, even though like. Savings are like sunscreen. The earlier you start, the, the better, better your skin looks when you're 60. <laughs> so if you look at your RA, how much would you preferably prefer putting in? Right now, 
probably a thousand rand. Okay. Remind me, Michelle. So the RA is the the retirement annuity, Correct. and that's the thing you can only get right at the end when at you're fifty five. At 55, yes. oh, I was about to say 65. Jeez, it's like 10 years earlier. <laughs> Great. But th- this is the thing that you're always putting money into. Correct. And you can't dip into this. No, you can't dip into it. And a retirement annuity is structured in such a way that it is ruled by the Pension Funds Act. Cool. So when you're 55, you can either take the full amount or you can take a third cash. And the two-thirds then purchases you an income. So that you get a monthly income from uh-huh. that. Yes. Okay. All right. So now we've got insurances. So if you look at the whole list, you've got home, you've got medical aid, life, retirement annuities, endowments, and investments. Okay. Mm. So for you now, we've done a projection on just the RAs. So food, groceries, sure. projected, projected amount that you give yourself. So you say, I spend X amount per month. 2000 Okay. And how much was your actual I cost for last? <laughs> I really do eat a lot. And what was last month's? 1,800. Okay. Now remember that so could impo- include wine, hey? And beer and. Oh no, that's excluding. Is the- that excluding? So all that's right. all at its own budget over there. So that's why it's important to keep those slips. That's why they give them to you at the yep. end. Don't throw it away. Yep. Bring it back. Take yep. a look. Okay. So let's, funny enough, let's look at your alcohol budget. Hmm. <laughs> It can be variable. Okay. Um, Projected? What do you put away? I have a question. So yes. even before Michelle gets to the, 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 what, what the spreadsheet spits out at the end. All right. Do you have money in your bank account when you get paid on the 25th? Yes, I do. How much? Maximum five? Five. Five thousand. He thinks. You think, think you've got five thousand in I your think. bank account. Have you okay. seen it? No, 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 no. I'm saying from. The previous month, what yeah. I spent. No, I'm talking about money left over. So when that salary comes in on the 25th, do you still have like money in your bank account? Yes, I do. Five thousand. Yeah. Well, we'll, 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 we'll check this out. We'll, we'll check this how close I'm, I'm, I am. I'm putting you on the spot there. I'm <laughs> yeah. putting on you, you on the spot where on the clock it's 19 minutes. Yeah. Okay. 19 minutes to alcohol one budget. So what is see. it? What's your alcohol uh, let's budget? Say a thousand. A thousand. And what did you spend last month? Uh, 700. 700. Okay. Dining out. Remember, dining out means going out, having drinks, whatever it might be. What is your budget for that? And like buying hamburgers on a Friday yes. night. So yes. it's, it's all kinds of stuff that you do not do in your home. That you don't use your yes. groceries to. But make. you're putting it in your mouth. Oh, that alcohol budget's for the going out. Yes. Oh, is it alcohol budget yeah, for going out? Home. At home, I don't consume alcohol at home. All right. So the thousand is actually dining out. Yes. Okay. All right. So that, that's going to make it. food. No, including food, a thousand five hundred. Okay, let's change that then. One five. So that's one five. And you only spent last month seven hundred yeah. or more. Or with the food, one thousand. One thousand. Okay. So let's just zero this one out. All right. So Have now that is food. Dean? No, not anymore. That amount will also go up significantly when you get a Correct. girlfriend. Correct. Yeah. Because now you must take her out on dates to nice places. Interesting. It's actually gone down. <laughs> And I say that because with the single life now, I go out a lot more with my friends. Really? Yeah. So it's gone. It's actually gone down. I was very surprised when it happened. But going out with your friends, you spend a lot more money. I suppose so. Okay. Next one we're not going to do with you. But guys, the budget also includes your school or children. So it's things like tuck shops, school camps, 
school books, school clothes, others, pocket money, that goes in. Speaking of school and children, mm. I actually have a, a little note here about tutors at your service. Here's some good news for parents, especially working moms who know how hard it is juggling kids' homework and extra lessons and all the needs of a busy schedule. Tutors are at your service. Tutors at your service run by Teresa and Amanda, who are both educators and mothers themselves, specialize in all school subjects, all school subjects from grade zero to matric, including homework supervision. Doesn't that sound like fun? Parents, wow. you do not have to drive anywhere as God tutors dear. travel to your house. Wow, that's awesome. Tutors at your service have received excellent results over the past 10 years. 10 years they've been around and come highly recommended. You can contact Teresa and Amanda on 82 2077 that's 082 2077 or you can go to tutors um, t-u-t-o-r at your service dot they will not only understand your child's needs but your needs as well wow that's so things awesome. like that you have to actually like put, put in. that into your absolutely budget. yeah no it's very important and people that have got au pairs very important. Or pairs, or people that come in, you know, like babysitters yes, when you're going absolutely. out. That kind of stuff is important. So you'll put, put those your, kinds of things in. The that next has its section, own line, yes. line item. The next section is personal care. Okay? So we won't worry about the hair or the nails. Clothing. Do you have a clothing budget per month? Every you know, does. I don't spend much on clothing. I'm a guy. So <laughs> let's... Let's say 500 rand. All right, 500. And last month, did you spend any of that? No. Okay, no. health club? Health club, I'm a member of Virgin Active. So how much is your membership per month? Uh, 300 rand. <laughs> he's, I don't know where he gets his 5,000 rand from that he's got over. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> Love it. I'm going over just to make it sound better. <laughs> Personal care, anything else that you spend extra yeah, per so month. personal care is also stuff like like shaving cream, but you've got a little bit of a beard. I see that, um, but but it's anything like that that you may have a certain cologne that you use, perfume. and that has to go in, or a perfume for the ladies, and that you are adamant that that is part of your morning personal regime. Grooming. Yes, and people have it's your signature thing. So yes, those are the kinds of things that you would also put in because that is an expense. But that's why I want people to really think and not assume. So that kind of personal care is is not part of the groceries. You no. Know? Because most of no. us go and buy our groceries and mm -hmm. you buy your toothpaste and yeah. your soap and all of that stuff. You can combine the two. Mm -hmm. But remember one thing that might also happen is somebody might buy all the groceries at pick and pay, but you go to Diskim because of the reward system. Remember those loyalty reward systems. They're brilliant. E-bucks. You can fly with them. You can do anything with them. It's brilliant. Clicks. We, we keep saying yeah. we need a show about that. It's brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay. Then let's go on to the next lot. And the next lot is really what we talk about your cell phones and electronics. Because remember, that's different to the housing Wi-Fi, as Dean and I were saying earlier on. That can be something with your telecom line that you've got an ADSL and Wi-Fi, but you may also have a roaming Wi-Fi. So let's talk about how you've got one cell phone. Yeah. Is it on a contract? Because if you've got the Central app. Yes. <laughs> Do you have... If I say yes, does that brownie points? <laughs> <laughs> always, my dear, always. Yes. How much does your cell phone cost you projected? 450. 450, and it's an actual cost every month. Yes, that's contract. Contracted. Have you got any other cell phones? No, nothing. Laptop that you're paying for? No. 
Okay. Any 3Gs? No, nothing. Any Wi-Fi that you have portable? No, nothing. Okay. Any other electronic devices that you're paying for at the month? No. Monthly basis? Right. So that's your cell phone electronics. Now we go on to the loans or debt. This is a nice one. Do you have any personal loans? No, nothing. Okay. What are your bank charges? So, but loans and debts is also things like student loans, yes. things like Anything. credit cards. That's things personal, like, so yeah. So everything that you have to pay for over... On a monthly basis? On a basis. Correct. Cool. Okay. It. Bank charges. What are your bank charges on a monthly basis? 150. 150. Okay. If you have a credit card and you utilize it on a monthly basis, how much do you pay back on that credit card inclusive of anything that you've got over a six or a 12 month period on budget. I don't have a credit card at the okay, moment. Okay. Brilliant. So, so we don't have to worry. But that's important for people and to realize. Cards. So yes, we're going to go. We're getting there. Do they go into the clothing budget? No, we're going to go to them. Into, okay, we're cool. going to get to those. So you've only got a bank card at this point at in this time. Point, yes. All right. Now what we've also got in here is a credit card. So that's the amount that you pay into your credit card every month. And then you've got your credit card budget amount as well. Because I might buy on straight because I've gone to Woolies and that's 350 Rand. But I may have purchased a laptop and I'm paying it off over two years. And that is costing me 280 Rand a month. Mm. So those are the things that we need to keep in mind. So you have to look at it separately as Correct. well so that you have a... Correct. So you know... That's another that's impact on, but that's also another impact on interest it's, and how and much again, you're going to pay for it eventually. Your debt's higher. Cool. Okay. Then we've got people that are maybe under debt counseling. That needs to be put in. Um, cause they may have consolidated their debt and they need to pay the debt counselors on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. And then we've got another other. You'll see on each one there's other because you may have something personally that you'd like to put in there. Mm-hmm. All right. Like so if you, if, if you have an, Elderly mother that and you, you pay money her, to, correct? Or if you have an uncle that you look after, correct. or any of that, people kind that of are stuff. financially dependent on you, people that are financially yes. dependent, mooching the way Dean has been. that he did most of his life. <laughs> store card repayments. Do you have any store cards? No, none okay. Whatsoever. Well, I've got four here. So what you would do is you would just change it and utilize that as store cards. I've also put in second cards because with families they may have one account. But they may have two vehicles that are going off different times. They may have different insurances going off on those. The fuel's different if mom's using it or dad's using it or grand's using it, whoever's using it. Mm-hmm. Then we've got fees and subscriptions. Do you have any fees and subscriptions no, at, at this point? No okay. magazines, no nothing. No, because you've got to save money. You can't spend money on a magazine. Or we're going to find that out <laughs> shortly. Use an app. I love Cliff that. Cliff Central. But even, but even, you know, those in-app purchases. So you've got your Al magazine comes to, um, Aspasia and Mabale, are you listening? (laughs) 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 But, you know, so you've got your Al magazine. It's a subscription. It comes to your phone. It's not necessarily like a thick, correct? You still pay for it. Exactly. You know, even those kinds of, um, that's an interesting one that you've just said now, because if you think about apps that you may be even downloading onto your phone, mm. how much is that costing you? Because yes, some of them are free, but some of them you actually are charged for. Mm. So, so it's important um, to also think about think those of those. Yeah. yeah no, so you I know when we are, but I'm just saying when your kids are going like, Oh, I want to download this game and this game and this game and this game and this game. And at the end of the month, you get this bill and you're thinking, where the hell did the extra 300 Rand come from? Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, so those are the things you need to think about. Then we get on to the savings. Now, if you could, or do you save into an emergency account? No, I don't. But would you like to? Yes, I would. Okay, how much would you put into an emergency account? So you have... 5,000 rand left over every month <laughs> and you don't put it into a, it seems into I'm a, very wrong you don't put it into a separate account. You just leave it there to. Well, this is where we're going to look at okay. this now. So if you could put into an emergency account, how much would you put away every month? Because remember an emergency yeah. account should build up to about three months salary. I know it's impossible for most people. Your three months salary. Yeah. That's 45,000 rand for you, young man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, how much would you like to? I was to thinking two thousand. Yeah, but I would have liked to do four. But remember, what I we're talking have. about purely now is this for emergency fund because that can build up mm. over a period of time. We're going to talk about your holiday savings as well uh, separately. Right. So, I would have said two thousand rand. <laughs> what are you sitting at right now? What's that total tally? I'm telling you now. I'm going to tell oh. you now. Dean at the moment has. And that one hasn't pulled through yet. Let's just see. Well, how are you doing, Dean? How do you think you're doing? Do you think you're I, at I your 5,000 rand? I think I'm still rand? in the green a little bit. <laughs> You've got 1,000 rand left. It's still and in that, the green. Okay. But those are all the project. We've only yeah. looked at projected. Mm. So we haven't actually put them in as actuals. Because if I take it out, that's at 3,000 that you've got left. But if you yeah. start using those as actuals, we're going to run out of money very quickly. Anyway. And you so. haven't started saving for that holiday, Dean? Because no. Nadine wants to Except go on holiday. Except if you're going to blow boss run. I used the <laughs> 2,000 rand for my holiday. <laughs> so now, let's say, for instance, you now want to just in a savings account, because if you go and open up a savings account with any bank, I mean, you can get it as cheap as 25 rand a month as in your fee. And it's really worth it by just putting that money away. So let's say 500 rand a month projected. Yeah. But now you've only got 500 grand left over. Uh-huh. So now what we're going to do is we're going to have a look at it. Because remember, we've kind of covered all the bases Yeah. for Dean. So Dean's looked at his groceries. You've looked at your household. You've looked at your maintenance, e- electronics. You've looked at all the broad strokes. And this is, you know, you because you have no cat or dog or child. Correct. Mm-hmm. You're just living your life out there free and easy in the breeze. But, <laughs> but for a lot of us, if you're putting in it. You know, if you're talking to Amanda here at, tutor, at tutors at your service, you've also got a little amount there for tutors. And there's always kind of like what you send you tuck money for your kids, stuff like Correct. that. Tuck money mm. for your kids. Yeah. The money that you leave for the bread for when OC comes, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff as well. So, Dean, at this point in time, if you're saying you're earning 15, your total expenditure is 14,440. Okay. So we're looking at a variance of your, 560. Your 5,000 rand has become 560 ex- That was excluding the yes. 2,000 savings. Yes, that is. So if we take out the savings, all right, that we spoke about, and let's have a look at any of the other projected costs that you had that we you may want to do. Okay, clothing, we left that one out. So mm-hmm. that's that's... So your Left. budget is tighter than a duck's ass. It's a little sure. tighter than what you thought. I think you were under the misrepresentation that you this, still had so much money. But isn't this what happens to a lot of people though? Is is you're actually thinking because you're you're kind of you're swiping your card, you're not you're not like the one rand family putting it into a tub and actually paying it over, mm, handing cash. it over to someone mm. and, and it's getting debited and yep. you it's it's all just going away and it's not 
all within your control. Correct. So you, what you think you have and what you actually have. The reality is different. Mm. And that's why I come the 25th, yes. a lot of people are feeling a little bit mm. of that end of month salty cracks. Correct. So, Dean, if you think about it, um, your total expenditure, excluding the things that you still want to do, is almost 12000 It's 11940 so how does that okay. feel, Dean? How does now, that how do feel? you feel now, about now that, that you've done all of that and you've looked at everything in in situ, right? You've looked mm. at the amounts and you're seeing them staring back at you and to know that you don't have what you thought you had. You know, it's actually a shock when you you don't think about the small things. It might not sound that small, but your gym, your groceries, your clothes, all of that. You don't expect to come to that high or that many different expenses. That extra McDonald's. Like, so, I mean, do you take lunch to work or do you go and buy lunch? No, I genuinely take lunch or eat lunch. You I know, so things like that, that you're like at the deli, at the at the vending machine. It's at expensive. The People don't understand that. So if you just think, oh, I'm just going to quickly pop out and I'm going to go and get a sandwich, that sandwich could cost you anything up to 30 rand. Thirty so times five. This is about discipline. Mm. This is a. It's, it's not a. I'm doing this at springtime. I'm spring cleaning my wallet. I'm spring cleaning my finances. I'm going to look at this. This is also the discipline that you have to do it every month. Correct. And these are the broad ones, Michelle. If you are like Dean and you've got about two grand left over at the end of the month, where are the places that you should be? Bastering, you know, should you be taking that two thousand rand and putting it into a fixed term deposit, or do you put it into your special account that says we're we're looking at, you know, this is my emergency fund, yes. or do you just leave it into your in your everyday account and try and put it into an account where you're going to get more interest? Number one, so number one, look for something that you can put a portion of it away for an emergency fund. Because that emergency fund can then be reinvested. And then if you need a little bit something that's got a little bit more play on it, look at unit trusts. Because unit trusts, you've got that flexibility of taking out money when you really need it. So thank you so much, Dean, for coming. Thank you, Dean. No problem. Hope I I mean, we've spent spent now about an hour and we've looked at all these various line items. But it's important that if you do it once, if you spend the hour up front and do it once, it's probably going to take you about 15, 20 minutes to look at it every month. Keep those slips. Absolutely. And check your insurances. Have they gone up? Have your annual payments changed? Look at that. Discipline, 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 girls. Thank you so much, Michelle, for coming out. Thank you, everybody. Chatting with us. This is us. It's Pumi Mashoko, and you've been listening to Womandla. We're talking about money today on, um, this is the second day of spring and the second day of my favorite month in the whole year, Heritage Month. I hope you're having a good day. And if you want to have a glamorous life, maybe you should put some of the stuff that we've been chatting about into practice. We'll see you again next week. This is cliffcentral.com.